0: Welcome to the PrivacyCast, the Data Privacy Podcast. You're listening to Season 1. Season 1 is all about technology. This is our sixth session, and our focus today is evolving data privacy careers. I'm your host, Akarsh, and let us welcome Peter. Peter is Director of Business Development at IAPP, the International Association of Privacy Professionals. IAPP is a non-profit organization which helps and supports privacy professionals to grow globally. Today, we will talk about evolving data privacy careers and teams. Over to you, Peter, for a short introduction.
1: Thanks a lot, Akarsh. It's great to be here on on your podcast. I I think it's terrific what you're doing. so a little bit about me and the IAPP. I'm the, as Akarsh mentioned, I'm uh, Peter Yauk. I'm the Director of Business Development at the IAAPP, which stands for the International Association of Privacy Professionals. And as you can gather from that name, not surprisingly, we are a professional organization that is dedicated to defining, promoting, and improving the privacy profession worldwide. We were founded in 2000, so we had our 20th anniversary last year during the pandemic, which wasn't ideal. Nothing was ideal for any of us, though, in the pandemic. The IAPP now has 68,000 members worldwide. So if you think of that growth from uh, from zero members back in 2000 to over 68,000 all around the globe, privacy is, is a global profession, it is growing and, and it's here for, uh, and will continue to grow uh, for the foreseeable future. So we're, I I think this topic is, uh, is a really interesting one, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to have the discussion here.
0: Thank you, Peter. Uh, I think Peter, I am a member as well. So I guess uh, we two members are talking. So we are going in the right direction. So what, Moving on, uh, Peter, What I, I think this is very important for us to understand. And this is somewhere where we all take a perspective as to what is data privacy to, to you. As a Peter, what is data privacy to you?
1: Yeah, so when I think about privacy, I think it's, uh, it's obviously it's the right for one to have control of your personal information. You want to be able to decide who knows what about you. You need to, privacy, is, it's the right to be free from being observed when you're in a private place. When you're in your home, you want that to, that's the epitome of, of privacy. You do not want to be observed when you are in your home or you want to, you, you don't want anyone to just simply have the ability to come in and uh, observe you or surveil you. So, uh, and you know, privacy, it's the right to be able to, to speak. It's the right to be able to gather with uh, and associate with who I choose to. It's the ability and the right, most important, the ability to write and gather information without being watched, or of exactly. course, as we say, surveil. I think. finally, I, you know, yeah. it's, oh, oh, sorry, Akarsh. And I just was going to close out by saying, it's uh, privacy, it's the right to not have false information published about me.
0: Yeah, I think uh, and being a technology uh, privacy professional as as me, what I have seen is uh, it's it's a lot from the corporates, right? It's a lot of things that we get into is where we are sharing the data. So the more aggressive we become to understand where all data is going from us, I think that indirectly increases or I think that will be a motivation to our discussion today
1: as well. A- absolutely, um, and and that just gets into it that it, there's there's privacy in the uh, in the old fashioned view of the world. So uh, when the camera was uh, was first invented, the automatic camera, which uh, and portable, that made uh, the ability to infringe on individuals' privacy uh, more easy, right? And though as we moved into the digital age, that's when we really the, the rubber really has hit the road with with data privacy. And as as you mentioned, that it the, the, the data can go in all, all different directions and be held by different individuals. So that's the that's the crux of the matter right there.
0: Yep. Uh, I think moving on to our focus as to the why how one can become a privacy professional. I think this is a very uh, general question that comes across because there are a lot of people, uh, even my friends who are in information security. Uh, they are always looking out for another, you know, helping hand in their careers as data privacy. There are new budding lawyers in the field who actually mm-hmm. want to support the community uh, by 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 making sure that the organizations or people who are breaching the trust uh, are actually, you know, open their eyes and and and, and improve their internal processing so that human beings, as humans across the globe, we can get more privacy. So, so what is your take on what are the paths uh, as one can become or take this profession up?
1: Yeah, so I think it's uh, at its core, it's pretty simple uh, that you have to, uh, one, in order to break out and become a privacy professional, that you need, to, you know, you need some luck but of course, the saying goes: you know, you you create your own good luck through through hard work. And and how do you do that? I think like with any other profession, you do your homework, right? So uh, hey, the IAPP, if I'll put in a plug for our association, what a fantastic resource for someone who is looking, especially as a security professional, to get involved and maybe uh, differentiate yourself by by learning more about uh, privacy topics. So, one can go onto our website and just get an incredible amount of information on the who, what, when, where, how, all of those things about privacy. So it's building that that knowledge. And then there, there of course, there are certain steps along that continuum. Do, on LinkedIn, do you then do you network and see? Oh well, from the IAPP. Website, I learned that the following individuals are active in in uh, in India or Germany or or the U.S. or U.K. or uh, any of the um, every market in uh, virtually in the in the world that is going to have uh, that data privacy is of course is a is a major concern. So there are going to be individuals that one would want to connect with. So it's the knowledge. It's it's the connections and. And then the, the final step there is uh, as part of that education process is um, potentially being certified. And that is how you show the world that, hey, I have done my homework here. I know data privacy. And you show that by by having a, a certification potentially. And uh, you yourself, I, w- I guess I would ask you Akarsh, what drove you to, uh, you are now you're a, a FIP or Fellow of Information uh, Privacy, so that's a that's a, a pretty incredible designation that and an, an achievement that you have that you've earned. What what drove you to get to uh, to get certified?
0: So for me, uh, I think this started around for three years, around three three and a half years ago, and uh, I was part of a big pool where we were doing a lot of privacy work. And I felt, uh, if you look at a certification like CIPT, uh, I felt CIPT is very technical and I always loved technology. So it just helped me understand how encryption works or which level of encryption is required uh, and and more of technical things. Uh, So that was the first step I took personally, uh, where I felt, okay, so let's start with some technical knowledge and then go into law. Uh, And then the next step that I did was I took CIPPE where i learned the european law because gdpr being gdpr is globally accepted and, and this is a standard which gets like repeated or get followed across the globe so and then obviously because of my career path and things uh, i was very lucky uh, to take up fip so that happened with me and i think that that i think career-wise uh, privacy uh, i think this is a new field and if if we look at any field so in India, in India, we we say uh, potato, right? So potato goes with all our subz, right? You eat anything, you can put potato over there. So hmm. and that is exactly the same for privacy. You do artificial intelligence, you do machine learning, right? You are processing data. You're doing anything, right? Uh, privacy will be there because data. Once you yes. have data, you have got your hands dirty. Yeah, correct. And there's this uh,
1: this very popular perhaps it's it's almost too popular with the conception or the notion of data being the new uh oil right. and at first I thought, wow, this is such a great uh a great way to look at it a great analogy and it 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 really isn't because oil once you use it right then it's a uh it's you've burned it out and you you cannot use it in fact it's uh it creates carbon we have uh um, Climate change and so forth. Uh, as a result, but data is a little bit more complicated, right? Because data, as as we know, data can be reused and have new lives, and and this is uh, this is uh, how the field of privacy is is evolving, and why there is is such a need for for more privacy professionals and more um, people like yourself, Akarsh, who have have been educated in information technology, but saw that there's a real need to safeguard that information and that personal data. Because of course, all of our uh, AI, machine learning and so forth, that is all dealing with personal data. It touches every aspect of our lives, professionally and personally.
0: Exactly. And I think, uh, you mentioned data getting reused. Uh, I have personally seen data being abused, right? Because once there is data and there is no regulation, like anybody can do anything on that data. Right. If you,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So that I think, I think the concept of secondary purpose, right. Uh, that just came out. Even if you change the purpose, you have to take a consent again, uh, which makes a lot of sense.
1: Absolutely. And so you mentioned abuse of data that you've that you've seen that uh, I find that fascinating. What um, can you give me? Can you go into a little more detail about that? So uh, let's take an example of as simple as marketing. Right.
0: Uh, everybody's across globally. Right. Everybody is Gmail. Personal Gmail is filled with marketing mailers. Right. And there is no stopping to it. Right? And after GDPR, these things have decreased substantially.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. Uh, and, just as
0: simple, as simple as that, right? It, it touches my personal life,
1: right? And it's and that's about education too. So I, we were uh, with uh, we recently had an election here in the U.S. and we had thought back to the to the previous election and the the hacking that had gone on of the of political parties mm-hmm. and just the. The focus on safeguarding your personal information, and what I'm what I'm getting at here is, it's not only um, at the corporate level, but it's at the personal level. There has to be a notion of that your privacy is important to the in, the entire globe. So you need to, if you're using Gmail, which of course. <laughs> millions if not billions of us are using these, these, uh, these quote unquote free emails, you have to uh, a- approach the opening of, of emails with some, some suspicion. And this gets down to that, the notion that protecting your, your information is, uh, is not only a corporate responsibility, it's a personal responsibility as well, if you wish to, to be able to successfully safeguard your information.
0: Definitely. I think moving on, uh, I think we talk on how a, a career as such can be taken up uh, in terms of data privacy. What do you think are different types of careers in data privacy? Because I have been working with a lot of people in my career and I, what I have seen is every privacy career, right? If you're a privacy lawyer, you would be doing something else, right? You're advising companies. If you're a technology guy, you're internally, you're helping in technology risk right if you're a developer it just goes on and on right so what is your take on this
1: yeah i think that's uh um, my take is that there are wow there's just so many uh careers that are developing in data privacy we've seen this and if we look at the the path of the the history of the iapp when the iapp was founded back in 2000 it was privacy was really uh not known on the corporate level or it was the it was part of the general counsel's office so that pretty much only lawyers were were involved in in privacy but with the advent of privacy legal regimes specifically with with uh gdpr uh and europe with uh especially in the state of hesse in germany which had a privacy law dating back to the to the 1970s and the OECD guidelines on, on privacy from uh, I believe 19, 1980 that um, there began to be uh, a push towards um, ultimately with GDPR with privacy since it's now enshrined in a specific law that holds companies feet to, feet to the fire with serious potential fines that can be that can be levied that there needed to be a technological solution. So this involved then spending that was would be going on and really cre- le- has led to this creation of, an, of what we would say is an industry of privacy. Um, so you, you have spending then going from privacy being the spending in the legal department to now privacy being in IT, in compliance, in marketing. And that is, going to, that is going to continue, and that will lead to, to more careers. We did not even when the IAPP was founded, even uh, in, in 2000 when even 10 years ago, the notion of a privacy engineer would have not been really a, um, as they say, a, a thing. And now companies that are develop, app developers Um, Not even it's not even in the purview of the of the tech giants and it's uh, it's startups that are looking at how do I uh, how do I hire a privacy engineer who can safeguard my product and safeguard most important my my clients information so that my clients feel comfortable with this. Um, There's a a study out by by Gartner that said something to the effect that companies that are seen as safeguarding their, uh, their customers' information are going to earn 30% more profits. And that's the key, that companies are increasingly seeing this not as a cost center, not purely in the legal department, to something that actually is creating value. And that is the, that's the big change in, in mindset. And that's what, if companies start seeing, increasingly start to see that they are going to be more profitable mm-hmm. by safeguarding their their customers information than they are going to hire and uh, they're going to hire more people who have privacy credentials who have privacy know-how across the spectrum of, of the organization
0: definitely and I think I think this is exactly the same thing that I have been seeing in ex- like, I second you on every point in terms of a technology risk in terms of our in terms of even a developer right uh, it's it's very important. I, I think when information security was growing, there's a new field that popped up after DevOps, which which became DevSecOps, right? And I think now it will become mm-hmm. DevPrivSecOps because I think I think everywhere in every field uh, we have privacy. So Peter, I think mm-hmm. I think privacy careers. I think we we can mostly differentiate them in in three parts. Uh, one would be the lawyers. One would be the technology folks, and maybe developers, right? Which are coming out. Uh, as you know they are coming out as they they, are, they were developers earlier but now they are helping uh, companies engineer their softwares with privacy right which we usually term as privacy by design Absolutely. Right, but what what are the upcoming careers that you see in data privacy like which are the new ones that that you have seen in this these years that are coming up so i think
1: it's and i think it's increasingly on the marketing side because as i mentioned before companies are seeing that they can create value from a customer's standpoint from, from privacy, but it's, it's how do you uh, company, how, how do you market this uh, effectively? And I think there's going to be so much to change in that regard. We're seeing this with Google with third party cookies and the implications of that are, are pretty, pretty uh, massive. How, how, what is there are, Potential un, unseen side uh, effects from the spillover effects on smaller businesses. Does this does this help bolster potential monopolies? So the way so even even the legal careers are going to change. We're going to see more more uh, on the legal and therefore on the technology side. Law firms are going to be want, are going to seek to create careers in data privacy that are uh, in a similar way to, I would liken it to in the finance industry, the way finance has developed with AI, that finance, these financiers, uh, look at the, the, the meme stocks with Game, GameStop and, and the like, that you're looking for more in more ways to work with more information. And on the legal side, there's going to be more of that especially as, and, and I think you're, you're probably gonna ask me about US uh, privacy laws. The US is famous, or I should put an IN in front of that, infamous for litigation with regards to class actions and the like. And we haven't seen, sure, we've seen some fines and, and big, uh, big cases coming out of Europe, uh, but I, I think you haven't seen anything yet once the US Begins to uh, and, and once class action lawsuits, if that if that indeed does become part of the of the landscape, that that will have a very large impact on the careers in in data privacy going forward. So there are opportunities for information uh, technology and and. Dev, privsec, ops, uh, or however you put that, Akarsh, uh, uh, to that—that that those careers are going to uh, are going to change, and um, and that there will certainly be be more of those. And if if we look at the the spending on in the industry of privacy, that that's uh, there's spending in in cybersecurity is of course it, it's already massive, but privacy is beginning to catch up. The, those those two fields are are increasingly uh, interconnected. So there will be uh, change. Change is inevitable. But one thing we can definitely predict is that there will be more more uh, privacy careers in, with in the next uh, in the definitely. short, medium, and long term. I,
0: I think even just by talking to you, I feel that you know, I'm like uh, my my thought thought process was limited. And I was not uh, like looking at it from the bigger angle of class suit actions. But since I have heard a lot about them, so I can feel that U.S. Uh, privacy professionals, I think U.S. now specifically needs a lot of privacy professionals. And looking at India, uh, what I have seen is uh, the law here is also in progress. So once yes. we have the law, uh, I don't know how, like you see, right, we are like billions of people here and the billions and billions of data that is across the applications so there's a lot of work to do here as well so yeah,
1: yeah. to put it mildly um, and and think of the rise of the middle class in in a in a country like india as 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 the middle class develops that's going to be the, these individuals will begin to demand more uh, privacy protection from Definitely. their fr- from the companies that they interact with.
0: Yeah. In India, we, like, there, I don't know a person who doesn't use a mobile phone. Like, if you, like, you cannot find them. It's, like, it's, it's, like, very, very, very rare. And if you use mobile phones, if you use applications, <clears throat> data is, like, going everywhere across the world. So, yeah.
1: That is going yeah. to happen. Right. And eventually those those, pe- all, many of those people will begin to say, hey, is, this, is my information actually being used responsibly? Definitely. Um, it's the, the rights of the data subject. So and, Peter, I
0: think, uh, I think then we will probably move on to our special round today, which is the rapid fire round. And we have very important questions for you there.
1: Oh, I'm all, I'm all ears.
0: Yeah. So we will start with our focus of the day question is what's your age.
1: Now that's personal information, didn't I? So uh, Google it uh for, for one. So okay. and I i it looks like
0: you're going to pass that question now.
1: No, I'm so, going to <laughs> I, I have my real age as they say on the internet and my so my my birth certificate will tell you that I'm 54 years old. Okay. And I'm proud of
0: it. Oh, definitely, definitely. I think you have seen uh, IAPP grow in mean, last twenty years. I think you, we all are proud of privacy right now. We and should be. Yeah. So which I, I know you have been to India, right? And you loved. Yeah. yeah. You loved coming around the countryside. So which, which country, right, is at your heart? I know this is a tough question because I'm going to publish the podcast across the globe. So U.S. or
1: India? Wow. Well, uh, King Solomon, I am not, and I would not advocate splitting the baby. Uh, but as a as a father of three children, I you know that's the only I would say how when someone says which which child do you do you, uh, is at your heart, uh, and I would say, of course they all are. Um, okay. So how how could I choose there? Okay. And but as you correctly point, India the. The people, the the landscape, the and especially the food. Oh my goodness. Uh, just a, a an amazing country and experience that I that I absolutely loved.
0: Thank you for that. And definitely, I think India, you have cuisines, right? You go to north, you have an amazing cuisine. You come to south, you have an amazing cuisine. So anywhere you go, you'll find something special.
1: And I, I did, and I I i am not a picky person having grown up in a family with uh, of uh, with seven sib- siblings i learned to eat and love everything and india was just the was just terrific with that so
0: coming on to our third no. focus question yes have you ever used a password which is password 123
1: i can Honestly say, crossing my heart, never. I grew up, as I mentioned, I grew up in a in a pretty big family. My mother was constantly invading my privacy. Okay. And I learned, I learned from the get-go, when you grow up in a big family, if you want privacy, you have to learn to be very shrewd. So no, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of password, uh, of a password manager. Definitely. So my yeah. my mother ingrained that in me. She was the she was the CIA can, of of privacy. Uh, so we
0: can we can see now we can see why you've joined privacy as a career and taken it up and doing so well. Also, you know it, it's
1: it's engraved deeply, right? And I and I and I foster that on in all aspects, all all, all relationships that I have. I try to impart the, the there's some basic wisdom regarding. Everybody wants privacy at their. Right, it's it's not a hard sell. Who is the
0: first question, person who comes to your mind when you think about data privacy?
1: The first. Well, person- <laughs> that's a that's a great question. So I would say, on a personal level, I mentioned that my mom was the great. Uh, she was the um, like the tech giant of of the old days, who did it with good old fashioned, uh, um, you know, just. Good eavesdropping and, and surveillance of her of her own. But um, if you if you ever visit us at the IAPP, you will come into the Weston Library, and that's named after Alan Weston. So he is the first person that uh, that comes to mind. He is the like the dean of of privacy lawyers. Now I am not a lawyer, but I love going into our Weston Library and seeing the the volume of of uh, of volumes of books on privacy that are in our library, uh, they're physically at the IAPP. And it's nice to, that we live in an information age, but it's nice to be able to say that there are still things like books and libraries that you can go into and see and actually pick up and feel that uh, that there's been all of this uh, um, academic work that's that's gone into what has developed to the point where someone such as yourself is is uh, a data privacy professional so that's that's for me that's the basis uh, that's, that's one of the building blocks of this of this profession
0: yep Thank you Peter for the discussion uh, to know more yep. about careers in data privacy or data privacy in general reach out to Peter York over LinkedIn in our next please episode, do in our next episode, we have a special <laughs> guest for you. So stay stay tuned to know about technology that runs data privacy at the Red Privacy Cast. Just type Privacy Cast on any platform that you use, and you will find us. Peter, do you want to say anything at last for us?
1: I would just like to say, Akash, thank you so much. Uh, you're the real. You are the spirit of of. What uh, of the evolving field of data privacy and data privacy careers? So you're the you're the model that I think so many uh, so many look to. So thanks for all the hard work that you do in uh, in making the privacy profession what it is that's uh, professional and 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 also a, a lot of fun. So I I really enjoyed this. Thanks thanks so much for the opportunity.